The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combine with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hey everybody, it is Radley Valentine here with the Angel Tarot Show. We are broadcasting through a podcast on mindbodyspirit.fm, or you might be watching this on YouTube. Either way, greetings and welcome. Now, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know I'm kind of in an, an introspective mood, contemplative mood. I had a wonderful conversation with Anna Grace Taylor. If you missed it, go check it out. Uh, where we talked about a lot of things that really matter. And I'm still sort of in that sort of reflective kind of place. I think that that that's kind of normal a little bit for this time of year. Maybe I'm rushing it uh, from that standpoint, but it is getting darker every single day. And with that, for me, comes this time uh, where I start to ask questions about why and, and I start to look at the year. 2023 has been uh, a rough year, but definitely a year of transformation um, for me in any regards. And I want to talk about that because I want to talk about it through the lens of something that I'm calling divine tough love. And I think I'm going to start with a personal story to kind of give you a sort of understanding about this concept. I was once very much in love. I am now too, but uh, once I was very much in love with somebody else, it was a it was a really magical, amazing relationship. Um, it was full of passion and excitement. Um, there was a lot of affection. I felt very um, doted upon and adored. These were things that were very much um, elements that I had not necessarily felt before. They were very attractive to me. It was, it was, I was being given a sense of, of being desired and wanted and, and like I said, adored that I hadn't experienced for. It was a, it was a new height for that. And so that relationship meant a lot for me to me. And it lasted a long time. However, there was a challenge inside the relationship. And that challenge was that my partner um, had a very difficult time with fidelity. It just wasn't something, um, there, was, there was a challenge, there was a, a, a psychological problem that caused that, but 
he just really had a hard time with the fact that we were supposedly, at least on my side, in a monogamous relationship. And so every time there would be an incident, if you want, um, we would sort of kind of go through this same sort of thing where his way of sort of like deflecting blame would be to somehow try to make it, uh, he would just sort of go to this whole thing of, well, we should just break up. He he wasn't necessarily trying to make it my fault, I don't think, because he would have been on really unstable ground, but he just would like sort of like default to that. And that was a real trigger point for me um, because I didn't want to lose the relationship, but I treasured it. And so he would do that and and then I would cave and um, we would somehow muddle our way through it and we would get back together again because uh, we, we broke up a couple of times for short periods of time. This continued to happen. And as it continued to happen, it became more and more of a wound for me. It became because even though this relationship was in so many ways very validating to me. Uh, it was also very invalidating to me because he would cheat. And so it just kind of like, it just kept getting worse and it kept getting worse and it kept getting worse. And I, it finally got to this point where I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. The pain became too great. And so I, I literally, I just sort of like, quit. I, I, and that's a thing for me and maybe for other people where I'll, I take a lot, I take a lot, I take a lot, I take a lot, I take a lot. And then there's just this moment where it's like, whoops, no, we've hit, we've hit the limit. I'm at my limit. That's it. My limit. And I just, a switch flips and I just, I just turn off. I just can't do it anymore. And that happened in the relationship. And I ended the relationship and he moved out and it was so hard on us um, because the thing about it that was really challenging was that we really did love each other a lot and um, wanted to be together. But I just could no longer uh, stomach the, the kind of pain that I was going through. And so that's what I'm calling divine tough love. So what I want you to think about if you can visualize this, is I want you to visualize a person. Maybe it's yourself, but just think of it as like a stick figure on a page. And that person is headed in a certain direction. And let's just envision an arrow underneath that person and the pointing in the direction that they are headed. And that arrow says, poor choices, steps towards unhappiness. And so above that arrow where that person is moving across the page of the paper, let's envision a, the, this triangle of red, red color. And the, the, as they walk along that arrow, moving forward on that poor choices, steps towards unhappiness path, the, it says level of, level of misery. And so the misery just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. The farther they move on that path, the farther they go on that trajectory, the misery gets worse and worse and worse. 
until the triangle gets so big at the end of the arrow that the person is literally covered up in misery. They started at this low level of misery, this low level of unhappiness with something, and it just got worse and worse and worse. The farther they move along this um, path of poor choices and steps they're taking towards unhappiness. I call this divine um, tough love because I believe that very often when we are in a place of misery, when we are in a place of unhappiness, that that is literally our angels and the divine creating a sense where the pressure cooker gets worse and worse and worse. And the reason it's getting worse and worse and worse is because the universe is trying to force us to make a change, to take steps in another direction. And that's change. And human beings very often don't like change. I tell myself all the time because of my Sagittariusness um, that I love change. Um, but I don't love change when it comes to relationships. <laughs> and, and so it took the universe turning the screw, turning the screw, turning the screw, making it worse and worse and worse for me, for me to finally get to the place of a breaking point, for me to finally get to the place of, I can no longer take these steps to unhappiness. I can no longer continue with this choice that I have been making that leads me towards unhappiness. Another really great example of this is when I was trying to make a change from my accounting profession to one of a spiritual teacher and an author, I kept getting scared. So I feel like one of the number one things that causes us not to want to make a change, even when we are unhappy, even when we're sinking deeper and deeper into our misery, is our fear of change, our fear of what will be the outcome. Oh my God. And so I've said many times that I quit accounting and I tried to make a go of this business that I'm in now and it didn't go well. I think it was a Dwayne, Wayne Dwyer, Dyer, Wayne Dyer, I think, who maybe said once, don't quit right before the um, a miracle happens. Uh, or maybe it was someone else. But I did that. I quit right before the miracle happens. I got scared. I was building a house. It was costing more than I thought it was going to cost, just like they always do. And so I got scared because my spiritual business wasn't taking off. And so I was like, well, I, I, I should probably go back to accounting. So I'll just go back to accounting. And I did. And I took a a particularly, it was interesting because I took this job. It was an easy job for me to get. I, I applied for it. I was exactly what they wanted. I had like one, maybe two interviews. Boom, I had the job. I was, I, it was just super easy to get it. I got the job and I stayed there for two years and it got worse and worse and worse. I mean, the job just was, it was a, it was a, I was not suited for the temperament of working for this particular industry anyway. 
And it didn't matter that they loved me because they did. They were crazy about me. And I did great work there for two years and turned an entire department completely around. But it didn't matter. I was just getting more and more and more and more and more and more unhappy until I got to this place where some things had happened that were so impalatable to me that I walked into work one day, sat down on my computer, and I could not force myself to log on. I couldn't make myself do it. And so I quit. And I feel like the universe in that particular perspective was basically saying, okay, he's he's quitting right before the miracle happens. Let's give him a new job, but we'll make it really easy for him to take it so he doesn't accidentally wander around and get a job that he doesn't hate. We'll give him this, we'll get him a job, we'll get him a really easy job. And we'll make him hate it really fast. And by two years, he'll be miserable. And then he'll be out of it. I really do believe that the angels and the divine do that kind of thing. They might put me in a relationship that has wonderful elements to it so that I can learn self-worth and value and and, um, importance and boundaries. Because I did learn those things from that relationship. So much so that I was unwilling to stay in a relationship where there was cheating going on. I believe the universe does this kind of thing out of love. That's why I'm calling it divine tough love. I believe the universe loves us so much. The source is so incredible and amazing. God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. The angels love us with so much compassion that even though it hurts them, it wounds them in in ways to see us hurt, that they are willing to go through that with us, to walk with us, to hold our hand, to adore us while we're in so much pain, just so that we will make a different choice. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If the relationship that I had been in hadn't gotten worse and worse and the problem had just sort of faded away, I would have stayed. If the job that I had taken that was so horrible hadn't been horrible, I probably still wouldn't have stayed, but I might have stayed a lot longer. What if I'd stayed five more years or or six? And so I really do honestly believe that the universe is trying to direct us in the right momentum, the right path that allows us 
to find joy in our lives. So when we are experiencing unhappiness, when bad things happen, what I want to suggest is that we stop and we take a look at it and go, okay, what is the message here? Uh, Yes, something bad happened. Yes, something difficult and challenging has happened. But what does it say about my momentum? What does it say about the path that I'm on? What does it say about the direction that I'm moving in? And what does it say about what I might should be doing instead? One of the things that I also think is that I always feel like knowing is better than not knowing. I don't like the unknown. Uh, If you're into Tarot, I don't like the moon card, Um, but I I like the moon card from the standpoint of I believe that it means revelation is imminent, but it does also very often mean things we don't know or things we didn't know about. But the thing about revelation is that revelation can bring peace. And so when we are on a trajectory or a path that isn't making us happy or is not going to lead us towards joy, we can have a revelation that says, oh, I get it, and the pain can be less. Now, I don't think that the pain is is going to lessen to the degree that we suddenly go, well, now I get it. My pain is not so great, so I won't make the changes. I believe the universe is going to keep the screws there until we actually make the change. Revelation contemplation, introspection, work with Archangel Jeremiah about reviewing our lives at this particular moment. All of these are things that I do feel like create the opportunity, create the situation where we can tolerate the the pain. Making changes that lead to happiness are not instant gratification. Well, I'm going to back up on that a little bit and go, sometimes they are. I I think that sometimes they can be. Sometimes they can be. But often they're not. Sometimes the change, like for example, with my relationship, um, that change was painful. That person and I were in misery for a minimum of six months. I would argue far longer than that. I don't know what he would say. But for six months, I know we were miserable after we broke up because we missed each other and we wanted to be together. But the lessons that I had learned, the change in trajectory for myself that included boundaries and self-love and self-worth simply would not allow me to go back to that relationship because I didn't believe that he had done the work that was necessary to allow him to change, to find it in his heart that I was enough and he didn't need to seek attention elsewhere. But it was hard. But in the long term, in the long goal, I can look at it and go, it was the right decision. I I had learned the lesson 
that I had need that I needed to learn about myself in relationships. And so it was necessary. In, in a way, it traded a certain kind of pain for a different kind of pain, but it still led to joy and happiness in the longer run. The leaving my job, that was such a sucky job, that was more immediate. That was pretty much an immediate relief. <laughs> so, and not too long after that, I got my first Hay House contract. So it all just sort of worked out. And I think that that's something that we have to kind of look at. I think that if you can look back in your life and see the elements of your life where something bad happened, but then it then it worked out. Then it actually turned out that it was like, well, okay, now it's all right. I got through it. Maybe you're even kind of glad you went through it because you like where you are better now. If you can look back at those elements and say to yourself, the divine was there, the angels were there, I was loved in that moment, I'm clearly still loved, so this difficult situation is likely to be the same as a past difficult situation in that I will make the changes I need to make and I will be happier in the future, and I will look back in the future upon this moment and say the same thing that I'm saying about experiences I've had in the past that I'm experiencing right now. I really do seriously believe that the divine loves us and protects us and takes care of us. When I talk about revelations bringing peace, think of it as the end of why. And I think the most grappling question is never where or when or what, it's why. And we as human beings have this sort of ingrained desire to understand the why. And when we believe in the love that is around us all the time, if you can find it in your heart, to believe, to have absolute faith, to have absolute trust, to ex to know in your heart that the universe loves you, then that is all you will ever need to try to, to stay off that path of poor choices and steps towards unhappiness and to stay on a path that is one that brings you joy. And I believe that that is 100% the goal of our angels and the goal of the divine at any given element, at any given aspect of our life. It is that we know that we are on a path towards joy. And therefore, anything that we are experiencing is going to be worth it in the end. I wanted to remind you guys that uh, my new deck uh, Angels and Auras Oracle Cards. I created it with my spiritual BFF. Dougal Frazier is out, out, out. It dropped on Halloween. So we're super excited. We had an immensely successful launch. Thank you for those of you who pre-ordered. Uh, thank you for those of you who um, are continuing to give it lots and lots of love. So please, please do that. The um, 
it, we're getting cl- closer and closer to the holiday season. I'm very excited about that. To, for me, the holiday season is a time of great introspection, and, and but in a joyful, positive way. I am going to be taking the month of December off. Um, it's been a very hectic, frantic, cray-cray three years, 20, 21, 22, well, four, I guess, 23 of work for me. I've put out, oh God, I don't even want to count how many decks and books I've put out in that time frame, how many events I've done, but it's time for a break. I've earned it. I deserve it. So I am going to be taking a break in the month of December from these podcasts um, and from just about everything, really. So just giving you a heads up on that so you're not surprised. This has been the Angel Tarot Show. I hope that this has been helpful to you. And I hope that you can maybe take the concept of divine tough love, apply it to your life, and find a space in your heart where you can see that you are loved unconditionally all the time by the angels and by source god goddess divine and that will never ever ever change that's it guys talk to you next week you've been listening to the angel tarot show with radley valentine to discover more visit radleyvalentine.com slash podcast I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.